Greetings to all our viewers, mentors, and mentees alike. I'm Kat, and welcome to a very special edition of Mentorship Gold with Pastor Timmy Matthew. Shalom, shalom. It is an honor for me to be here and uh, share my heart and I'm so looking forward for this episode. So many people consider you Pastor Tinny, some people prophetess, queen, mama, you <laughs> name it. For me, all of the above. So I'm so honored today to be able to interview you and uh, hear what you have to say to all our viewers and Thank myself you. because I receive it already. Thank you. <laughs> So you look amazing tonight. Thank you. What do you do? Like, what's your secret to always maintain this beautiful glow? And Oh, I just uh, gave birth three months ago. So <laughs> that's my glow. So that's the first thing I'm going to receive tonight. <laughs> we want to address a few important things um, in this episode. So mostly how to receive from your pastor's wife which is a very big and broad topic. So I'm gonna try my best to narrow it down and really hear what you have to share and say about this. As you know, in the church, uh, there are many people who may or may not have the pastor's wife's uh, phone number or they may not be able to text them or sit down like we are now having a conversation. They may not be able to ask you the questions that they have on their heart or uh, so on and others do so how would you advise these people what can you tell them how can they receive to the fullest from their pastor's wife that's a very interesting question how to receive from your pastor's wife pastor's wife or your spiritual mother it is a spiritual connection first and foremost that's something that we have to understand mm -hmm. so in order for you to receive from her it has to be received in the spirit, not just in the natural. Now, that being said, the Bible says that Paul fathered them in the gospel. There are two ways Apostle Paul fathered people. So if you notice, Paul uh, had a one-on-one -on -one relationship with his spiritual sons, Timothy, Titus, and Philemon, and he was able to mentor them on a personal level. Whereas the Corinthian church, he did not have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the people, with the church members there but he was able to minister to them or preach to them through the writings. He would send letters very often and encourage the body of Christ. And that's how people received. And that is why he says, I have fathered you in the gospel. So that is the same, same thing when it comes to your pastor's wives. You can receive from your pastor's wife through her teachings, through, through this episode, for example, or through her blogs or any methods that she uses, you can receive from her through that. And there is a powerful verse in the Bible. It's from the book of um, Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 7. And it says, uh, Consider their outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. So that means when it comes to their lifestyle, you can consider it. Not everybody has the um, privilege to have a sneak peek of their lifestyle, but you can still imitate them through their faith through their love for Jesus, through their walk with God, the way you see the wives, how they are submissive to their 
husband, the way they love Jesus, the, the way they worship, the way they carry themselves, those are things that you can imitate and you can receive and you can learn. So could that also be um, used in the same context as let's say someone who wants to pursue a career in music or something and they watch your favorite artists and they, they kind of in a way try to like uh, emulate what that person does and they observe um, how they move, how they speak, how they act, can it kind of be compared to that in a sense, but more on the faith side, so to speak? Exactly, you can do that because you you have a role model, you have somebody that you can look up to. So obviously imitate however, whatever way she carries because she's your spiritual mother. Mm -hmm. There is no greater person that you can imitate than your spiritual mother. That is why Apostle Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So when you imitate your spiritual mother, it's basically you're imitating Christ because she imitates Christ. So when you have somebody that you look up to, see how she leads, see how she functions, see how she carries herself and, and follow her. Wow, that's amazing. So there's another group of people, and I've seen this uh, throughout my years in the church personally, where they say that they feel like they don't connect um, with the pastor's wife. So what, what, first of all, are your thoughts on that? And what advice would you have for those people? To connect with the pastor's wife, um, it takes time. It takes a lot of trust. As much as you desire to do it, it won't happen overnight. It's like any relationship, right? Like a friendship. It takes time for it to grow. So finding ways to serve her, finding ways to honor her, take that initiative of trying to be a daughter uh, or a son that can be a blessing to her. Because you must understand, a pastor's wife, she would be a bit guarded, right? Mm -hmm. Because she's seen a lot of people. So yeah. why should she give you that access? Why should she allow you into her personal space? You have to understand that. Pastor's wife's role is not an easy job. She carries a lot of burden. She not only carries the burden of the church, but she carries her husband's burden because right. that is her first and foremost ministry. She has seen a lot of abuse that has happened, manipulation, hurts and criticism. So she is definitely a lot more guarded. Mm -hmm. So you have to give it time, you know, trying to get uh, closer to her. The best way is really to ask the Holy Spirit, how can I touch her, receive from her? How can I have that close relationship? And the Holy Spirit knows her. Mm -hmm. So He will reveal to you, He will show you things as to how you can get that access. Mm -hmm. And many times everybody wants to get close to the pastor's wife so they can get closer to the pastor. Know your motives. If that is your motive, that's always gonna fall apart. If you want to get close to the pastor's wife because you know that is where you receive counsel, direction, your confidence, you have to be intentional about receiving from her. Trust the process. Maybe one day God will give you that opportunity for you to have that access. So continue to serve the kingdom of God with all your heart. Uh, don't allow any offense. Don't allow any hurt. Don't allow rejection. And in due time, God will give you the desires of your heart. Absolutely. So in a sense, there's an aspect of, of having to die to yourself in order to invest, uh, to make this relationship work in a sense. And there's also the fact of being like, hey, she's the pastor's wife, but my pastors are human too. So there's also that sense of like understanding that, hey, you know, they, they have needs, they may need help with one thing or another. And, and those are all ways that we can kind of 
contribute and and yeah. be a blessing and not just come to take yeah. but yeah. also to give and receive in return a lot of women mm -hmm. and men so sometimes you have a bit of these two situations right where you have a woman that will say well i receive more from my male pastor mm -hmm. and then you can have a guy or, or a man who can say well i receive more from you know my female pastor so mm -hmm. I'm curious, like, is that a personal issue that one has to overcome? Mm -hmm. Or is that just a general thing? Like, is that like just a fact of life? I think it's normal for uh, people to receive from the man of God because he's more visible, more loud. You hear from him every week. So it is a normal tendency for you to always receive from him. And there is nothing wrong with that. What we really need to know is to see her through the eyes of God the way how God sees your pastor's wife. If you think, okay, I just want to receive from the man of God and completely ignore the pastor's wife, then that's what you're going to get. Here's the words I want you to consider from Malachi 2.15. With the portion of their spirit, they are made one. So that means they are both one. Mm -hmm. So when you receive from your pastor's wife, it's equal to receiving from your pastor because they're made one. Right. God has joined them together. I believe it is more easier for me to receive from my spiritual mother because as a woman, I connect with her better. I relate to her better. So it's easier for me to receive from her better. And it's really your level of hunger. If you're hungry enough to receive from your pastor's wife, I believe you will receive from your pastor's wife. But I understand if uh, some women cling to a male pastor uh, it could be many reasons. Probably they've not had a father figure in their life or they have an orphan spirit where their natural tendency is to cling to a male pastor than a female pastor. Or there are some women who have been rejected by pastor's wives in the past. So they have a hard time connecting with uh, female pastors because of the fear of being rejected again. So I understand that too. So you will have to go to the Lord and, and work it out. See your pastor's wife through the eyes of God and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you who she is in the Spirit. So what I love about how, you know, whenever we have discussions and stuff, you're always very gracious and loving to whoever's asking the question and always um, giving them the benefit of the doubt in a way. So, <laughs> so this I hope you really take the time to listen and re-listen to this because you're going to grow and you're going to learn a lot from everything this woman has to say. Thank you for that. But I also want to say, you know, pastors' wives uh, are humans too. Uh, we are not perfect. So if you see that your pastor's wife is very shut or she's not as open, um, try to understand her. Maybe she has been through brokenness. Maybe she has been through stuff that you have not really seen. So learn to love her for who she is and probably um, your love will heal her heart. It's not easy to be a pastor's wife because the battles that she goes through is really intense. So be patient with her. Absolutely. And there's also the fact too, I imagine that some people are introverted others are extroverted so sometimes they may not be the bubbliest person in the world but exactly. that doesn't mean that you know they don't want to exactly. I guess engage or, yeah. or that's true mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I understand there was this pastor's daughter who would not talk to a single person and everybody would say that she has attitude and and she she doesn't like people but when I spoke to her the fact is that she's such an introvert that 
she would she was so shy to talk to people she was very um, anxious on the inside mm. and and people would call her attitude and arrogant and all that but sometimes people just tend to judge but sometimes you know your pastor's wife is just really uh, an introverted person maybe she's not someone who just you know goes out there and talks and and makes conversation try to understand that too you know don't have too much expectation from a pastor's wife just because she's a pastor's wife so yeah. be gracious to her <laughs> because again they're human right so exactly. it's just like anyone right you can think oh this person doesn't like me because they don't come and and uh, hug me every time they see me, yeah. but it has nothing to do with that. Exactly. Uh, let alone the fact that, you know, yeah. uh, you personally have three kids. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you have places to be, people to see. Yes. <laughs> and so on. So, you know, I completely understand that. And actually on this same topic, uh, we received an email from a young woman. She actually wrote, and thank you for that. Um, she was saying how she had a really good connection with her senior pastor was a man and uh, they had a really good relationship uh, he would give her a lot of space he would um, she felt like she had a lot of favor with him and uh, but the thing is she felt like his wife though didn't like her and that slowly but surely there started to be a bit of a divide between the two even uh, she mentions how um, she started having a bit of interest for his son and vice versa. And slowly that too, the relationship just dissipated. So at one point she's saying in the email uh, that the pastor's wife was even starting to introduce her son to another girl in the church. And then they started to shower love and attention on this girl and started to push her away. And she's even saying that every sermon seemed to be an attack towards her. And there was some kind of young couples retreat in the Himalayas. So they were both invited um, to minister at this event, but never invited her. So she just felt really in a place of rejection and hurt. And she feels like she can no longer even come to church because she just feels like rejected and, and hurt from this family and from the church as a whole. So what would you have to say to this young woman who feels this sense of rejection and who is in a situation that is less than optimal to say the least. This is a really sad story but I'm just uh, wondering this person who's asking if you took time to uh, develop a relationship with the pastor's wife because if you just took time to connect with the pastor and kind of ignore the pastor's wife. Pastor's wife can feel rejected too. It's like my children. Mm -hmm. They just want to talk to their father and they don't want to talk to me. Imagine how would I feel. So that's how it is with the pastor and his wife. You can ignore the pastor's wife and just talk to the pastor or just desire to connect with the pastor. It's not fair, right? Because they are one. You must understand that. You can never divide them. So tomorrow, when the wife feels rejected by this person, you cannot expect the pastor to take a stand for you. If the pastor's wife is feeling insulted by you, why should the pastor support you instead of his wife? Go to the roots and understand why this happened. What could I have done better? How could I have connected with my pastor's wife? So obviously, because she um, doesn't favor you, and when she saw that you had an interest in her son, she will definitely not 
want anything to do with you because she doesn't feel like you appreciate her or you value her. You understand? Yeah. So it is normal for her to do whatever it takes to bring another woman in the picture and get the son involved with that person because she doesn't feel that connection with you. I understand how you feel. I understand you feel rejected. I would say just go to the Lord and ask the Lord to, to heal your heart from this. This is a very sensitive thing. Probably you can learn from this mistake and, and really just now move on. Don't take it personal. There is nothing that you cannot rectify, right? If this thing has caused so much tension, try to make a connection with the pastor's wife. I know you feel rejected by her. You still have time to make connection with her, go out with her for a coffee, have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation, apologize to her uh, and tell her, you know, I'm so sorry that I never took time to uh, make connection with you and I really want to work things out. Try to be a blessing to her. You never know how her heart will turn. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, hearts of the king is in the hands of the Lord. So God can turn your pastor's wife's heart towards you. So you just have to humble yourself. I know it takes a lot of ego, but humble yourself and go to the Lord and ask the Lord to rectify the situation. And I believe God will turn the situation for your good. Well, thank you for that. Um, I think it's interesting how you always respond uh, from the perspective uh, of a mother's heart. And I think a lot of pastor's wives also have that mother's heart. So it's interesting that you make that connection in this situation too, because relationship is for life covenant is for life on behalf of pastors wives female pastors female mentors leaders what do you wish that you could convey to people on their behalf uh, for people who want to know how they can really walk in the fullness um, with that individual there's different ways to serve your woman of god i would say first of all uh, remember that she's not invisible that she's as visible as her husband. 85% of pastor's wives feel unqualified and discouraged. So don't ignore her, acknowledge her, appreciate her, honor her in whatever ways possible. Some practical ways of really serving your woman of God is if your pastor's wife has little kids, offer to babysit them so that she and her husband can have a date night. Or let's say if your pastor has to preach, offer to help her. Uh, so that way she can focus on uh, preparing the word. And especially on Sundays or when there is meetings in your church, offer to help. Another major thing you need to do is uh, find ways to develop a relationship with your pastor's wife, get to know her, um, take time to connect with her, buy your pastor's wife something special and let her know how valuable and precious she is. Take time to ask her questions and learn from her. You don't receive because you ask not. When you spend time with her, you learn as much as you can. And the information that you will receive from her, you won't receive from anywhere else. Learn from her walk of journey. And I've seen a lot of pastor's wives as evangelists when we were traveling. Most of them were bitter and hurt and broken women. Be a blessing to your pastor's wife. Don't go uh, criticizing your pastor's wife. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say it. You know, If you don't like something about your pastor's wife, that is not up to you to fix it. It is up to God to fix it. You're not her God. Don't make a group and start bashing your pastor's wife and criticize her and tell her how her outfit was not the best. But instead, 
find ways to pray for her. Remember, you're not her mentor, you're not her God, you're not her uh, spiritual mother or father. Uh, she has her husband, she's submissive, that she's submitted under. So you don't have to worry about fixing her. You worry about fixing you and working on your relationship with God. Another thing that I'm very careful about is I don't go prophesying to my spiritual mother because I'm not her prophet. She has uh, her prophet, she has her spiritual parent or she has her husband that leads her. So I, I don't have to be the, the prophet to prophesy to her. Now I'm not saying that if God gives you a dream or a word that you don't share, but don't be her prophet. Don't try to lead her and give her direction because she doesn't have to receive from you. Sometimes you do that because you are looking for affirmation or approval. Uh, the fact that you're gifted and that you hear uh, from God. But the way you do it, uh, you have to be very careful because you can lose favor with her when you're always uh, prophesying to her and when you're always trying to tell her what God is speaking. If the Lord has spoken to you something, say it with a humble heart and say, listen, I'm just telling it to you. You tell me if this is from God. You know, So you have to give her uh, that that opportunity to lead you even with your prophetic word with your gifts with with the knowledge that you received or the revelation that you received so she can teach you and lead you and don't try to teach her and lead her that's amazing so i just feel like i keep on asking you more and more questions but unfortunately this has to be my last question <laughs> so my last question to you is what would you say to pastor's wives uh, female pastors, mentors, leaders that are watching this right now? What would you like to impart to them? As pastor's wives, I would say the first and foremost thing is to have a deep relationship with God. Pastor's wife's job, as I mentioned earlier, is not easy. It's a lot of burden you carry. And so it is so important that a pastor's wife uh, has that deep intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit because when people hurt you you need to go to the feet of God you need to hear the voice of God you need to keep running to the Word of God to understand God's voice in that situation that is a vital thing many pastors wife are burnt out are hurt they're bitter because of all the abuse that they have experienced but there is only one place that you can receive your healing because you want to be strong for your husband. You want to be strong for the church. You want to be strong for your children. The strength that you can receive can only be received from the Lord. When David lost his child, the Bible says he strengthened himself in the Lord. There is only one place that you can find that strength and that is in the Lord. So take time to uh, have your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And secondly, always stay united with your husband because the enemy can divide you both, then the enemy can divide your family. When your husband is not one with you in the spirit, uh, he won't be able to fully function the way he's supposed to function. So you are his helper. So be a help to him, carry his burden, pray for him. You be his biggest encourager and supporter. Appreciate him for everything he does because you have no idea how much it helps your husband. And be a positive influence to your husband. If somebody hurts you, don't use that to poison your husband because you have that power. So don't use that opportunity to influence your husband in a negative way. 
If you see there is injustice, talk to your husband, but don't try to influence him and poison his heart because at the end of the day, he's a shepherd. He needs to love the sheep. So don't try to infiltrate that by allowing your ego and your negativity to poison him. And at the same time, um, when somebody hurts you, go back to the feet of Jesus. Take time to pray for them. Take time for your heart to be healed. Speak to the Lord about it. Keep allowing the Holy Spirit to see that person through the eyes of God and see the situation through the eyes of God. And even with your husband, take time to pray together as a family, as a couple, because the enemy is so threatened by your unity. The enemy hates the fact that you're united with your husband. And when you're united with your husband, your children also will bear fruit from that. So when you're divided, your children will reap from that. So remember that you and your husband's relationship is the most closest and intimate relationship and do whatever it takes to guard that relationship, to protect that relationship. Second of all, uh, take time to love on people. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how much hurt you've been through. Uh, our Lord Jesus has been through so much hurt, so much betrayal, but yet he still chose to lay down his life for his people. Ministry is all about laying down your life. There is a God in heaven who watches you. Colossians 3.23, it says, Whatever you do, work it with all your heart as working for the Lord rather than for people. So that has to be a motive that whatever you do, even if it means loving people, even if it means counseling people, even if it means encouraging them, do it like you're doing unto the Lord and the Lord will reward your consistency. He sees the fact that you're not giving up on people and um, that you are loving them and God will reward you for that. God will honor you for that. Don't give up. Don't give up on your husband. Don't give up on ministry. Don't give up because the Lord will carry you through this and His grace is sufficient for you. Last but not the least, never feel unqualified because you're as equipped as your husband. If the Lord has called your husband, that means the Lord has called you too. So never love your unqualified feeling to limit you. Be bold and step out in faith and start functioning as a woman that God has called you to be. I mean, if you have a spiritual mother that you look up to, then follow and imitate her way and grow into her, grow into her understanding and rise up as a woman of God. Feed your spirit. As you feed your spirit, I believe God will bring people into your life uh, that you can speak into and encourage and feed. It is important that you, you feed yourself. Your growth is their growth and uh, continue to keep growing, never give up and do whatever the Lord has called you to do because He has great and mighty plans for you and through you. I'm looking forward to hearing your testimony. May the Lord richly bless you. Wow. Thank you so much, Mom, for all these amazing words of wisdom, all these precious keys and nuggets of gold. Be sure to follow Mama on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much every social media platform you can find her there. And if you haven't already, click subscribe on Mentorship Gold. Take a minute to click and share this video with everybody you know, every church member. This will surely bless them and help them grow as I have already. Thank you very much. And until next episode, God bless. God bless you. Shalom.